Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, Livestock Friends, to this edition of Before the Bid Podcast. And on this edition, we go to Piqua, Ohio, and uh, we are talking with a guy that uh, I have gotten to know a whole lot in the last three years here. And if you have gotten an invitation for one of our podcasts uh, from Brandy, why uh, we are talking to Brandy's brother, Dustin Saunders. As you might know, Brandy uh, is, is partners uh, on this podcast and things, and she does a lot of the editing and things. And so she and I really started hanging out about three years ago, and uh, that is when Dustin and I uh, got together and, and got to talking about things. And, and uh, I have kind of seen this operation start kind of from the beginning we're going to get into here about how they are uh, now breeding their own sows and doing their own things. But Dustin and Saunders Show Pigs, they are going to have an online sale on showpig.com, and that one is going to be on April the 7th. And then they're going to follow that up with a live sale, and that live sale is going to be on April 16th. That's going to be on a Friday night. So we're going to let Dustin tell you a few things about those pigs that are going to be in both of those sales. And and we're going to talk some history, and we're going to talk uh, quite a few things here on this one. And and Dustin, uh, a fairly new father, got a new little guy that's two years old and Man, you guys have got the pigs there at, at your place now, and I've seen some great pictures of of Emmett with these pigs and, uh, and enjoying those. And so I'm sure it's a lot of fun around there, Dustin, with with the new pigs and and the little guy uh, loving them and and all that sort of thing. Oh, it sure is, Andy. It's been a real blast watching him uh, get out there and interact with the hogs. I'm really happy that uh, he's really seemed to take to them. He uh, enjoys getting them out in the yard and playing with them. He enjoys being in the barn with them. And uh, he, he just really genuinely loves being in the barn for a two-year-old. Right. Yeah, and, and uh, Brandy was FaceTiming Laura and, and him. And, uh, you know, he, he kind of likes the cows, too, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he likes his moo-moos just as much, I think. He just doesn't get to see them quite as often. Right. Well, we'll uh, we'll see if we can get him educated here in the next couple of years. So. We'll have to do that. <laughs> well, Dustin, uh, this thing I I've been around for a couple of years here as as Brandy and I have started hanging out and and you guys have some some history in uh, the pig project and you know you you had a sister that that liked the the cattle you had a sister that liked the sheep and you didn't really care to do anything with any of those did you. <laughs> No, I never really did. I showed uh, when I started my showing career. I think I showed dairy beef feeders for a year or two, um, and I showed sheep for I think ten out of my eleven 4-H years. But uh, hogs were always my passion. Right. Why was that? 
I don't know. I guess maybe just uh, I'd been around the cattle and the sheep so much growing up with the the two older sisters that showed those that I think I maybe just enjoyed having my own thing that was different. I, I really don't know. I just really took to the hogs. Right. And you had quite a bit of success while while you were showing in, in 4-H and, and going through all of that, right? Yeah, um, definitely. I think my oldest sister had the champion steer at our county fair one year. A lot of people said that steer could have held his own at state fair, but he didn't make it there that year. Um, and then Brandy, as you know, I think she had a grand champion lamb one year at our county fair. I had a reserve champion. Won the uh, county born and raised show with a, a lamb one year. And then in the hog barn, I think I had uh, reserve champion a couple of bears a couple of times uh, with county born and raised bears. Mm-hmm. Now, and and you guys were all all kind of pushed by one guy that's that's still kind of behind this thing, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure he's ever going to let it go. <laughs> yeah, our dad was certainly uh, he's certainly a livestock man. Right. He's uh, he's never ventured into goats, but about everything else, I think he'd try his hand at. Yeah, maybe that's what we need to get Emmett into is get him into the goats and see what what Larry thinks. I think we're going to have to stay out of the goats. (laughs) Well, that might be might be one of those things that you know he he might just love that thing. So he might, and we'll let him do whatever he takes to. Right. Well, Dustin, why don't you, if you would, kind of introduce the family a little and and. Uh, talk about them, then we'll kind of get in your hog operation at this point. Yeah. So my name is Dustin Saunders. I'm 33. Uh, we live in Pickwell, Ohio. Uh, my wife, Laura, and our two-year-old son, Emmett Boyd, live on just a small family farm. Uh, run the hog operation for off the farm here. Um, and it's kind of a family deal. Uh, my father's involved. Uh, my oldest sister, Tori, and her husband, Josh, and their kids, Landon and Layton, they're involved. Um, it's really just a, it's it's named Saunders Family Show Pigs, and the family's in there for a reason. Right. And you've got you've got a couple others that uh, that have kind of come along and, and shown some of those pigs here the last couple of years, right? Oh, certainly. Uh, obviously, Brandy's daughters, Gracie and Allie, um, both completed. Well, actually, Allie, this will be her final year in 4-H. Uh, but Gracie had 10 full years. Um, they were able to show some of our stock and just uh, just had a great time with them growing up. Right. Now, why did you get into wanting to breed your own and, and raise your own? Like I said, I've always just been a fan of hogs. I'm not really sure what attracted me to them at a young age, but they've always been my animal. And I think growing up, maybe when in my last few years of showing, I never really, I guess at that point in time, there wasn't a lot of talk about people working in the agricultural industry basically if you weren't a farmer the other ag jobs just weren't really known about or at least for me they weren't Mm -hmm. and uh, i was always looking for a way to get my hand into some kind of agricultural industry job and uh even though this now is obviously a side more of a hobby i guess but uh it just we just took our passion for hogs and decided we wanted to give our hand to breeding and and see if we couldn't raise some of our own livestock right and you didn't have a a great big place that you moved into uh i've i've been there i've seen it guys he he took a garage and a barn in the back and totally revamped this thing yeah yeah that's right we basically had a two-car garage Uh, i think it's roughly uh 22 by 30 and it's attached on the front side of a 
probably a 32 by 36 barn. And uh, last year we took the garage and we totally redid it, turned it into our fairing house. And then uh, this past winter, we totally redid the back portion of the show barn and uh, turned it into our, our weaning chip barn. And it'll also serve as our show barn in the summertime. Right. You had some great help uh, working in that barn and, and getting it all set up, right? Countless number of help. <laughs> I mean, you and Brandy were up here a few days helping me. I've had my dad and my brother-in-law, Josh, here uh, many, many hours. I've had friends over helping. It's just I can honestly say everything that's gotten done, we did ourselves, uh, which is certainly something I'm proud of. Right. We put a lot of time and a lot of money in it, into the barn and we're really trying to make it work what uh, what works best for us. Right. And one of the things that that I I think uh that I can see in your program is is that you've had some success uh in the past uh here in in the recent past uh again and and yeah, we had some you had some growing up in the 4H years and things, but but you have uh bred some sows for a few years now and and you've had some successes and and uh, one of the reasons why you wanted to bring that home to your place and and keep raising those and and have some of those uh, successes out of your breeding and and doing it right there at home to to make it a little bit easier for you, I'm sure. Uh, if you would tell us what what are some of those successes that that kept driving you uh, towards getting your own operation? Well, just just a quick little backstory. We kind of got our start um, with a friend of mine named Ryan. He allowed us to partner up with him on a couple of sows just to kind of get our feet wet and learn something about all this. Mm -hmm. And uh, after two years of working with him, he kind of realized that we were ready to progress. And he kind of pushed us out and said, hey, you guys are ready to do your own thing. Get going. And and that was honestly the best thing that could have happened. And we got moved into to, uh, the property where I live now. And uh, I think in our first year raising hogs out of here last year, we had the, we raised the reserve champion York Barrow at our county fair and a county born and raised show. Um, we raised the reserve champion Duroc Gilt in the county born and raised show. Um, and then we raised another barrow that won his class both days at our county, which um, I know winning your class doesn't always sound like the biggest feat, but if anybody's familiar with the, the Miami County Fair. It's a pretty tough hog show. Yeah, it is. Barn full of good pigs. Yes, it, it is every year. Right. And you've had some success before that, some of those that, that you guys have bought and, and fed. So this isn't this wasn't just a fluke here because you get you've been doing uh well and having some success with feeding some pigs and, and showing some pigs in the past, uh with the with the girls showing those pigs, right? Yes, certainly. Uh, my oldest niece, Gracie, she won our county born and raised show um, maybe back in 2014, I believe. And then ever since then, we've been on a, a decent run. We had the fourth overall guilt at our county fair. I think Allie showed that one. That was probably 2016. And then we turned around in 2018, had the third overall barrow in the county born and raised show again. And then uh, just this past year, we actually had the champion county born and raised barrow. Um, all pigs that we purchased and fed out um, from a lot of good local breeders. Yeah, and it takes those guys to help you kind of get to where you're at uh, with, with some of those breedings and, and some of those breeding decisions and, and some of those things. Uh, so if you would, tell us 
you know, tell some of those guys that, that kind of helped you get to where you're at, one, uh, in the show ring in the past, and, and two, just kind of helping you with uh, some of your breeding decisions and, and breeding things that, that you're doing now. Oh, man, that's a long list of guys. Um, let's see, back when we back when we finally, I think, really started taking showing more serious, we were trying to be more competitive. Um, gentlemen, I believe you had on your podcast last year by the name of Chris Wintrow. Sure. He yep. definitely got us going. He taught us a lot about feeding hogs, especially purebred hogs. And uh, we learned it, uh, just a ton from him. And uh, Brian Hill is another name. We used to buy bears and gilts from Brian. And uh, Brian taught me a lot about what a good hog's supposed to look like, what you need to look for in hogs. And then even as recent as last year, um, a younger gentleman just east of me in the county, or I'm sorry, west of me in the county, uh, Mike Clark, mm-hmm. we bought some pigs off him recently. And uh, even him last year really helped me uh, redefine how we should be feeding these pigs today mm-hmm. and uh, what they really need. And then that carried over. Uh, all three of those guys have helped me these past couple of years with breeding, whether it's just bouncing questions off of them, whether it's getting their opinions, you know, just helping me pick what uh, what we think is going to be the right sire that's going to be the right fit for the, the guild or the sow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we even uh, I even got to go with you to some of those places the last couple of years to to look at pigs and, and yes, you did. Actually, I think you were there last year. Maybe you probably saw our barrel we got from Mike last year. I think maybe mm-hmm. that ended up being the Champion County Born and Raised barrel. Yep, I uh, believe I was on that trip. So and uh, we got an awful good spot guilt here a couple of years ago or last year <laughs> as well, right? Or two years yes, ago. Yes, we I have guess actually. <clears throat> Two years in a row, um, and that would be from Ron Pierce and Jeff Odell, mm-hmm. uh, big spot, spot breeders in our county. Uh, two, two years ago, we bought one from them, had some pretty high hopes for her, took her to State Fair, um, won her class over there, ended up being a high-selling spot guilt, which Jeff and Ron bought back. Mm-hmm. And then we turned around last year and bought a daughter from her, which ended up being, uh, uh, let's see, in the open guilt show at our county fair, ended up being a reserve spot gill and fourth overall or i'm sorry fifth overall gill and then turned around again and was the reserve spot gill in our county born and raised mm-hmm. and uh we we luckily still have her so you've had some success with buying them and showing them and then you decided you know what we're gonna put some farrowing crates in here we're gonna breed some we're gonna do this thing and and you had some success last year as well right on your on your first year uh with with selling basically your own uh pigs last year right yeah we did um we raised the york litter out of a gill we had shown the year before she raised the reserve champion york barrow at our county fair in the county born and raised show and then uh, my youngest niece, Layton, had showed a Duroc guilt from Mike Clark the year before. That was uh, second in class at State Fair behind a litter mate of hers. Mm-hmm. And then uh, was reserve champion at our county fair. We brought her home. Um, we fired a litter out of her. We raised one of those, kept one of those gilts and raised her. And then she went on to be uh, reserve champion Duroc guilt in our county born and raised show last year. Mm-hmm. And then we kept her and fired her out this year. Right. And we've got pigs out of her to talk about uh, for the sales, right? Yep. Yes, we do. Get to those here in just a little bit. But, uh, again, I want to – what is it like when you had 
you had some pigs somewhere else and, and kind of farrowed one or two out over there. And then now it's you that's uh, that's having to go out and check those in your own barn, in your own place, and, and totally revamping your place. What what has been that experience and, and some of the joys and maybe some of the growing pains of that with – you know, we maybe have a, a couple guys that are going to listen to this and, and maybe they're in that same situation that you were and they're thinking, you know what, I've got a little bit of room out here. Maybe I can make this work. So what might be some of those growing pains and or or successes that you've seen with that? Well, it's a lot more work when you start running your own <laughs> operation. That's for sure. Um, successes is just the gratification of, of seeing the process from start to finish. And uh, knowing you're the one here taking care of these animals every day and then uh, getting to see uh, a plan come together when one farrows out and milks like you hope they do. Right. Uh, some of the growing pains is just the, you know, when you're when you're on your own, you you tend to have to make decisions on your own all the time. And maybe you don't always know the answers, but you don't always have the time to find the answer either. Right. But like I've said, luckily, we've got a lot of friends that have helped us out a ton. But uh, I, I'd say that's mainly the, the, the growing part, learning how to manage uh, a higher a higher head count, you know, mm-hmm. than what we're used to. Um, and then just, you know, it would come with building the new facilities. It's just figuring out what works best for us, um, what's most functional for us, what makes things easiest on us. And then uh, just trying to get... Um, one thing we've been trying to achieve over the past couple of years, I know a lot of guys do, is just trying to, line up a lot of their sows the pharaoh within a day or two of each other so they can ensure they're they're going to be home for that mm-hmm. um, we haven't had the best luck doing that the past two years so we're usually a little sporadic over the past two years with our pharaoh but we've made it work we've had some long nights some early mornings some days off work due to it but overall like i said it's extremely gratifying to to get to see the process from start to finish and to just to know you're the one putting in the work day in and day out. Right. And and now you're going to have uh, – you, you kind of had your sale last year and you were set up to have your own sale last year, uh, but then the whole COVID thing hit and, and couldn't really pull a sale off. But it's not really the first sale at the barn, but it's, it's kind of going to be your first sale by yourself, right? Yeah. So – Probably four years ago, or I should say three and four years ago, we had a sale at the barn um, with Ryan, the guy I mentioned earlier, Ryan Rice. We were working with him. Uh, We had a sale combined with him, helped him out, gave him a place to hold his sale. We got to be a part of it. We're grateful for that. And then last year, we were supposed to combine with Ryan and another breeder and have a sale down at our county fairgrounds. Mm -hmm. And then uh, COVID hit. And all that stuff shut down. We were unable to do that. So we had to kind of run a, a limited board sale out of our barn where we didn't really have everybody here at the same time and mm-hmm. tried to do phone bids and text people when they bids were changing. And that was a little bit of a hassle. So it looks like this year we're finally going to get to have our own sale live here at the farm everybody in person so we're really excited for that right and you are do you are doing the online sale as well 
Uh, again, that online is, is on the 7th uh, of April, and that one's going to be on showpig.com. But then you are going to have one there at Piqua, Ohio, uh, the live sale. So, Dustin, tell us a little about how, uh, of course, the, the online sale is going to go on and, and things like that. But tell us a little about the live sale and how that works. You work it just a little bit different uh, than, than what some might. Yeah, so the live sale is Friday the 16th. It's going to be a board sale. The board will probably open at noon on Friday. Um, I'll be here, obviously, all day. And we are planning on closing that board probably at 6 or 7 that evening. And then what we like to do is we like to have an auction at the end of the board sale. So basically, essentially, as long as you bid on a pig on the board, then you're eligible for the auction portion. Um, And we usually start with whatever pig has the highest bid at the time. And it just gives everybody, you know, you don't have to race to get bids in throughout the whole night. Right. As long as you're here, you'll still have the opportunity to purchase whichever pig you like. Um, it's a little different style, but it's a little, uh, you don't maybe have that that uh, gun rush right at the end of the clock on a board sale like you do with some. You'd mm-hmm. still have the opportunity for the auction portion. Mm-hmm. And now you can have those guys on the phone if they were there Friday early and, and uh, their pig comes up. You could have those on the phone, or we could. I, I plan to be there as well, but uh, we could have those guys on the phone or, or however we need to do to get that to, to auction those off, right? Yes, sir. I'll be available to take phone bids. My wife will be available. I'm sure we'll have a couple other on hand that are available. We'll take phone bids. If you can be here in person, that's fantastic. Right. I think you even took one from uh, Las Vegas a couple years ago, didn't you? I did take one from Las Vegas a couple of years ago. Yeah, so, yeah, I had some had some bone bids that way. So, uh, yeah, the online sale on the seventh of April. You have somebody else that's going to be with you on that online sale. Yeah, so Darren Cron, Cron Show Pigs, another local guy to me here, just lives around the corner from me. Uh, he's been raising hogs, honestly. I don't know a long time. Him and his father. I don't know the exact amount of years, but uh, we're going to combine for an online sale. We both have a a handful of older pigs that uh, maybe are getting a little too old for our live sale. We just want to try to branch out and get them online. So we're going to combine for that. Okay. And that one is going to be on uh, on showpig.com. And, again, that's going to go off uh, on the 7th there for that online sale. And, Dustin, you want to talk about a few of those pigs that are going to be on that online sale from your program? Sure. Yeah, we're going to have four Yorks, two Durocks, and three Crossbreds in that sale. Some of the highlights, I think we're going to have a York Guild 3-6. She's one I really like. So their mother would be a Guild we purchased last year from DJ Sanders. Didn't turn out to have the best show career. She turned into a uh, more of a sow at a very young age. So, um, But she turned out to be a great mother for us. And she ferreted out to Roots from Thompson Brothers. And uh, I think he has really given these pigs the extras that she lacked, really given them the center body, center cavity. I, I'm really excited for this York litter. Yorks are kind of a, a new breed to us. We've shown some in the past, but we haven't really messed around with raising them too much. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're really excited about this litter. Mm-hmm. She's a sow that's, that's got some extra look to her and extra pizzazz and and that sort of thing, so uh, she ought to be able to pass that on, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I think these pigs have a little better bone. 
Um, they're definitely going to have the profile and the look. They're pretty balanced hogs. Um, like I said, I think Roots is really going to give them that, that kind of extra look and that center body that she lacked during her show career. So, really excited to see them grow. Right. Uh, you got a couple barrows in this uh, that we can talk about. You've, you got a cross barrow, the 2-3. Yeah, so we got a 2-3 barrow. Um, he's going to be a best-kept secret by Milestone. Um, his mom was a Milestone best-kept secret that uh, my nephew Landon showed last year. Um, won her class one day at our fair. She was a calico gilt. This barrel happens to be a spotted belted barrel, if that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're really excited about him. He's got uh, an extra shot of bone in him. He's square. He's going to have the right kind of muscle. Uh, he, he moves really well. He's athletic. So uh, we're really excited to see him grow, too. I think he's going to be a competitive barrel come early August. Mm-hmm. Now, and you say these are a little bit older, bigger pigs, you think? Yeah, so the 2-3 barrow, uh, his date of birth would be January 26th. So he's not super old, but he is maybe a little bigger for his age. The York litter would be January 27th. But like I said, their mama was a great mama, so they are plenty big for their age. Mm-hmm. And they're going to continue growing, I would imagine, at a, at a pretty good pace. And you've got a Duroc that's uh, really pretty good, uh, despite Brandy's thoughts of the Durocs. Uh, but but uh, you got a Duroc Barra here in, in this deal, the 6-6 the six, six Barra. Well, yeah, we've got mixed reviews in our family about floppy-eared pigs. <laughs> but uh, we got a 6-6 six, six Duroc Barra. He is one of the bigger in the litter also. Their, their date of birth is actually February 10th, but he has grown really quickly. His mama did a fantastic job also. But uh, this whole Duroc litter from top to bottom is just, they've got the right feet and legs, the hock set. They're athletic. They move pretty. They are balanced. They've got the right size skull. They've got the right ear set. And uh, we've had some luck with the, with the Durocs we've raised over the past year or two. And uh, we think this litter is really going to continue on that trend. You got a couple in the in the live sale uh, as well uh, on this Duroc uh, litter. So, Dustin, tell us a little more about uh, about this sale. We've got the online sale. What about pickup on these uh, pigs? Are you needing to get those pigs out of there really quick, or or what's your thoughts or or goals behind that? Um, it would be better for us to get this the sooner the better to get them out of here after the online sale. Obviously, with us being our first online sale, we want to be as accommodating as possible. So. We will work with whoever to make whatever we can work. Um, there are going to be a couple livestock haulers that have routes leaving shortly after that sale within a few days. Um, so there'll be some availabilities there. Obviously, anyone can pick up at the farm. can meet you here pretty much any time of the day. But, uh, yeah, I, I think for space purposes, we'd like to get them out of there sooner than later. But, like I said, we'll be accommodating in any fashion we can. Mm-hmm. Okay. The way those work, just get a hold of you and, and get things figured out on that. Before we go into the live sale pigs uh, just a bit and, and something that I, I overlooked just a bit, what are some of the goals of Saunders Family Show Pigs and, and where are you guys headed 
you've had so much change go on here in the last couple of years with bringing those sows to your house and changing everything and and you're finding that space is very very important <laughs> and uh you've got a nice size building but but space is still limited so what is the goal of the breeding program at saunders family show pigs well the ultimate goal is just to breed the best quality hogs that we can uh, we want to be proud of every hog we roll out of the barn size wise we would like to grow our operation right now we currently are at 10 sows mm-hmm. i think this year we ended up with six litters Mm-hmm. So in the future, we do plan to expand and to grow. Uh, we are going to have to probably put up a new barn or one or two new barns here before too long. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll have to figure that out as we go. Uh, but for the time being, we just make the best out of all the space we have. Right. And uh, the plan to to get bigger, you, you, as you mentioned, and, and still have something for Emmett to uh, show when he gets excited about it, right? Yes, sir. I think that's coming sooner than later. <laughs> you think you can get him one this for this summer? Is, is I think early? if my father and my wife have their way, he'll have a guilt to show this summer. <laughs> if I get my way, we'll probably hold off one more year. <laughs> well, you know who's going to win in that battle. It won't be me. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be me. Right. Laura's, Laura's pretty easy going and uh, and uh, pretty easy to get along with and just kind of takes things as it goes. But uh, I think you get her and Larry together, why it, it may get uh, a little ugly they're, in part. Right? They're a tandem, man. <laughs> you get those two together and they'll team up against whoever and they always win. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Larry just excited about about those grandkids showing and uh getting those guys in the ring and and uh just just the drive behind the whole family is is really Uh, pretty cool we've had we've had the drive to be involved with livestock for a long time and and i can honestly say that we've never wavered from that drive it's always there whether it's like i said in my father and me and my nieces and nephews my wife my son my wife grew up showing sheep also mm-hmm. so she's got that same livestock itch and it's that drive's definitely there and i'd say we're here to stay for a while and we better not forget the lady that keeps it all going and keeps behind everybody in that and uh keeps keeps the thing uh, alive and and makes it possible right well, which one is that? Because I think there's a couple of those. <laughs> well, we best not leave out your mom. Yeah, we best not leave out mom. So mom's definitely the most level-headed of the family. She'll listen when you need an ear to listen, and she'll tell you what you don't want to hear when you need to be told something. But she's the level-headed one of the family. She keeps us grounded, and uh, she definitely keeps us working hard. Right. So we gotta got to give some props to Rhonda there. Yeah, she deserves it. That's for sure. Right. Well, uh, moving on to the live sale again. Uh, the live sale is on Friday night, April sixteenth, and so again, you've got the live the bid board open, and then do some auctioning there at the very end uh, of that live board, right? Yep, that's correct. Is the plan to kind of pull everybody off into another room there that's got interest in that in that certain pig? Yeah, yeah, that's the that's kind of the thought behind it. Okay. Just that way, if there's multiple families, like I said, nobody's having to beat the buzzer to the board before the time ends, and we can still have a bid off if there's interest, and that way that gives 
you know, it gives the other buyers a chance if they're maybe not able to purchase the hog, their top choice hog that they wanted, maybe it gives them the opportunity to get on their second or third choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's easy to bump down then uh, with those, and I'm just trying to help help everybody understand what it is. But, but say they, they don't get their top pig, but they didn't bid on the second pig, can they still move on to him? Yes, they can. Okay. Yep. Yep, that's that's kind of the theory behind it. We'll start the auction with whichever pig has the highest bid on the board at the current time, and we will work our way down from there. That way, like I said, if somebody's unable to, to purchase their top choice, they'll have a choice at any other pig on the board after that. Okay, well, good. Well, let's talk about some of those pigs. Got a full litter, or, or a very exciting litter, I guess that I should say, uh, that, that comes into this one, and cat or Allie, uh, we know her as Cat, but uh, she showed this Sylvia guilt a few years ago, and and uh, you've got a heck of a litter out of them. Yes, we do. So Sylvia is a silver lining by mousetrap. Um, she's a guilt we purchased from Brian Hill four years ago. Um, Allie showed her to fourth overall in our guilt show as a 208-pound guilt in August, which is a pretty good feat when she's beaten 270-pound guilts. Right. And uh, we brought her home, and that was kind of before we had really started breeding. So there was a couple-year layover in there. We held on to her. She was just too good for us to let go, so we held on to her. We even sent her back to Brian once, and he held her, and then he sent her back. And then finally, we got around to it last year. And uh, this year, we ferried her to – we got a litter out of Popeye from Southern Gold Sires. So these pigs would be Popeye by silver lining by mousetrap, so they are – blue belted hogs and blue's kind of a hot thing right now with a lot of people especially in our county and uh, on top of being blue they're just good made hogs Mm -hmm. they have the right bone their feet and legs are really good Um, they are square muscled they've got the right amount of muscle and uh, we're really excited for this litter we had uh would be a half sibling to them last year one is class both years at uh our fair and uh, I think this litter is even better than last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty exciting, uh, especially when it's when it's something that that Allie had and, and showed, and he kept a hold of. Yep. Right. So we've got some cross bearers, uh also in this sale. We've got a couple litters of cross pigs in this deal, and and the next one, the the two one, you got a cross barrow. Yeah. So two one be a litter made to a two three. That's going to be in the online sale. Two one's going to be in the farm sale though. So he's a little different made than the two threes, a little bigger framed. He's uh, probably a rib longer. He's going to be a little bit bigger hog come August. But uh, he's got the same amount of bone. He's athletic. We're looking forward to seeing what he turns out to be, too. Mm-hmm. And then you got another cross barrow as well, uh, somebody that they should look for is the 4-4. Four four. Yeah, so the 4-4 four four is kind of what we're calling the sleeper of the barn right now. He is out of a litter that would be rumor has it by best kept secret by sky's the limit his mom would be a guilt we purchased last year from mike clark that uh, Allie showed also and uh this litter pigs took weaning a little harder this year so they're a little green right now they're a little smaller luckily i think uh, we opened the barn up this past weekend had about 11 families come through to check out the pigs and uh, a couple of the families found him a couple didn't mm-hmm. but uh we're, we're hoping some more catch on to him over the next couple of weeks before the sale. Like I said, he's a little green. He's a little small right now, but he might be the squarest, most athletic pig we've ever made. Mm-hmm. He's square. He moves. 
He's got the right feet and legs on him. We're real excited. He's about a little belted hog. Always interesting to see when people come in and and what they look for and and uh, sometimes you've got some pigs that you're really excited about and maybe they're not excited about and some that you're not excited about and other people get really excited about, right? Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> so we, you know, we deal with a lot of families that uh, some are really competitive. Some just love the fact that they get the opportunity to show livestock. And uh, that's all that really matters to them is they get a project, they get to raise that project, and they get to show it at the end of the year. And then they get to sell it as a market animal. And uh, when it comes down to, you know, when you're dealing with both types of family, I don't like to push my opinion on people. If they ask, I'll give it. But otherwise, I like to let them pick their own hogs. You know, I can learn as much from them as they can learn from me. Exactly right. Yeah. We go back to that York guilt, that Illinois uh, guilt that you guys bought. And we got another another one out of her, the 3.5. Yeah, so the 3.5 is one we're real excited about. She's uh, she's built probably a little more like a market hog versus a breeding hog. She is going to have the extras that her mama definitely didn't. She is really well balanced. She's really jet level topped. She's going to have pretty good muscle for your. We're going to keep her for the farm sale, and uh, we'll see what happens with her. Good. Then we go we go back to the reds. You got another one out of that six litter. So we got a 6.9 gilt, almost a spitting image of her brother, the 6.6 that's in the online sale. Um, like I said before, that whole litter of hogs is arguably the best we've got, feet and legs-wise, the best balanced hogs we've got. They're all great on their move, on the move. Um, there's a good mix in size in that litter. A couple of them milked a little better than a couple of them, so there's a couple bigger, a couple smaller. They're still a little green also. They've only been down on the ground for a couple weeks now. But uh, we're really excited about the the six nine gilt as well. I think she's got a bright future. She reminds me a lot of what her mom looked at it looked like at this time last year. Mm-hmm. Right, and had some success with her as well. Yep, and that Duroc litter would be a Maximize by Remember Me. Okay. So Maximize would be a Maximus son that Shaper's Gold Rush has, mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of tied in a few lines there with next chapter kept those lines together there it's it's really working for us mm-hmm. well that's really good yeah i'm really happy and and excited about uh excited to get up there and see them uh on yeah. things other than pictures and videos and and things like that so uh, i know i'm excited to see those pigs and and excited to get those pictures for the podcast video and things that we're going to get put together so uh any other pigs that, that we you really want to talk about here for the live sale um, probably none individual. Okay. Like I said, we're, we're really, we're really thrilled with what we have this year. The quality is much better than what it was last year as a whole. I think uh, we got a couple litters that from top to bottom are really consistent and they're going to be competitive hogs. And, uh, I'm excited to, to get people in here to see them. Like I said, we had a good, uh, good showing this past weekend and hopefully looking forward to another good one this weekend. Right. Yeah. I hope so. And, uh, Hope things work out for the sale, and uh, I'm excited to be up there for the live sale, and and also watch the the uh, online sale April 7th, and and same kind of thing on the uh, live sale. Those guys take them home that night is the hope. If not, we can get them transportation and things figured out that they can uh, get those moved around, right? Uh, yes, sir. I mean, 
ideally is they would take them home the night after the sale, but that depends a lot on weather condition too. You know, if we've got a, a cold, windy, rainy night, you know, we'll let them, we'll keep them hogs for a day or two till we get a little nicer weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't, we're not looking to ship them out in that bad weather and get them sick right away. So like I said, we'll be as com- accommodating as we can for anyone. Okay. Well, that sounds awesome. Dustin, anything else we need to know about either sale, about any of the pigs, uh, about anything like that that maybe we haven't touched on yet? No, I think we pretty much covered it. I would just encourage anybody, hey, come check us out. We're new to the breeding game, and like I said, we're still learning day by day, hopefully making an impact, hopefully getting better every day. Right. And uh, even if you're not looking to buy, come check out the set. Come talk to us. We'd love to meet you. Right. You want to give a phone number that, that they can get a hold of? Certainly. You can reach me at 937-570-1094. Uh, we have a Facebook page, the Saunders Family Show Pigs. Uh, we also have an email at saundersfamilyshowpigs at gmail.com. And all that all that information, they can find that information on the online on showpig.com there before the online sale. Saunders Family Show Pigs on facebook and and we're also on instagram too right right yeah get a hold of dustin get a hold of larry uh if you know larry saunders why get a hold of him and be entertaining with that or josh and tori they can also help you out with that right yes sir all right well dustin appreciate you uh coming on here on before the bid and and appreciate you uh talking about your program and and uh, the sales that you have coming up. And I know I'm excited for you. I know everybody in this house is excited for you. Uh, and I'm sure you guys are as well. And and uh, excited and stressed all at the same time, right? Oh, certainly. <laughs> and we also appreciate the opportunity to get on here and, and talk about the hogs. We really do. That's great. Uh, yeah, Dustin, for, for those of you that, that don't know, Dustin was one of the first ones I told that, you know, I've got this idea of this thing. And, I think I'm going to try to make it work, and he was all behind it and said, let's let's do it, and and so uh, really worked out. So really happy to have you on here, Dustin, and glad to really get to hang out with you here the last couple of years and get to know you a lot better, and maybe maybe if she behaves, that maybe we'll get to hang out a few more years, you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, even if she doesn't behave, you're still welcome to come hang out with us. Oh, I appreciate that. I'm sure she's going to appreciate that as well. Uh, I think we all know how she behaves. It can be a little up and down sometimes. (laughs) I think it can, yeah. Yeah, but I'd I'd be glad to come over. Well, you're going to have to get up here and check these pigs out too. You know, your daughter did show hogs a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I have something in here that might work for you. I guess that is right. We didn't talk about that success that Allie had. Uh, we brought one down here, and and Allie was reserved at the at the fair with her, and yeah, had some success out of that barn as well. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get up there and and figure out what we can do. So. Yes, sir. All right. Well, Dustin Saunders, Saunders Family Show Pigs at Piqua, Ohio. Uh, again, they've got two sales: the online sale on the seventh of April on showpig.com, and then the other one there at the farm there at Piqua, the live sale on April the sixteenth. So, if you need some more information, why we can get you that, and we appreciate you listening to another edition of Before the Bid podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, 
Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.